Welcome to episode 97 of Inside Job with V and Pam. We are continuing to discuss Brene Brown's concept of living big with a focus on the G of generosity today. Pam and V ask the question, is everyone really doing their best? We share our past experiences with judgment of others, which is really, surprise, judgment of ourselves. We talk about giving our best even when we are not at our best. And we recognize that accepting our own capacity with honesty and grace is a turning point that gives us the chance to see ourselves and others with more clarity and more compassion. We hope you enjoy this week's conversation. Hello and welcome to Inside Job with V and Pam. We're here to share and discuss ways that we have found joy, meaning, self-love, and purpose in our life journeys. Though our lives have unique trajectories and we all have our own experiences, one truth remains constant. Change is an inside job. Our wish is to share at least one spark that lights your inner flame, helping illuminate what's true for you so that you can find your next right steps. Hey there, this is Virginia. Before we head to today's episode, I'd like to tell you about a couple of offerings from Vila Bassi Transformational Coaching. The first is a free oracle card reading. This is a brief introduction into the ways that oracle cards can bring you clarity and help you remember what's most important to you so that you can find your next right action along your life journey. The second is a mini coaching session. If you're curious about coaching or cards, or just have a couple of questions before you dive in deeper, you can find the links to both of these in the show notes, and I look forward to meeting you for a card reading or a quick chat. Hi, Pam. Hi, Virginia. (laughs) The brain cells are a little slower than usual today. Oh, I, yep, I get it. And I'm just noticing that you have a lovely earrings of moon and star. And I, I saw the moon one and I was focused on that. And then I realized, oh, I love that you have two different it's, I know it's a set, but for those that can't see you, (laughs) it's actually a self-created set. Oh, cool. From two of my favorite pairs. And the beauty of it is I have another pair. Yes, you do. (laughs) You have your backup. (laughs) Oh, that's great. So, you know, I'm going to ask. Yes, I do. Are you ready? I'm ready. How are you being today? You know, the first thing that comes to my mind is, um, 
that I am, and I, I, I think I sort of expressed this right before we popped on and we said hello, but here's the word that I'm being today. And it just feels like I'm being it inside. And that is sunny. I am being sunny. And, you know, it just feels, I just have a nice thing happening today. And it started a few days ago of feeling just kind of bright and warm and sunny. And, and where I live, it, it hasn't been that way for a long time. Well, I shouldn't say that for several weeks in a row, which is unusual because I'm out in Southern California on the West Coast. Um, but it, I feel this sort of inner warmth and glow and I'm just, I'm just savoring it today. Um, mm. And I don't even have like, nothing had to happen. I just kind of have been taking a little more care of myself, getting a little more sleep and, um, you know, not taking on as much as I could in a good way. I'm giving myself <clears throat> maybe a little internal vitamin C <laughs> uh, by nurturing myself. So I am feeling a bit sunny today. And, and I think in some ways I need to do that for myself. All right, I'm going to savor when that happens. I think it's both um, because it won't always be sunny outside. <laughs> and uh, I've come from this period of not feeling so sunny. So it kind of feels, you know, even more, um, I'm even more grateful, I guess, to be feeling so sunny today. That is exquisite. That is yeah. absolutely beautiful. And you hit it on the head. We don't always, it's not sustainable no. for us to always feel sunny or always feel regulated or always feel grounded. Yeah. And on the one hand, without that contrast, we wouldn't recognize one state from another. But on the other hand, when we do have these periods of, ah, yeah, sigh of relief and thank goodness I feel like this, recognizing it, noticing it, labeling it, savoring it. I have said to people on different occasions, I wish I could bottle this up so that on a gray day, I could open it up like a jar of fresh strawberry jam. Um, I used to can strawberry jam and it was a process. And in the moment, I would be like, I can't believe I said I would do this again. <laughs> but then in the middle of or the end of January, like this time of year, because where I live, it's gray, like November-ish into mm, March, April. Mostly, even when we get sun, it's cold and the sun is not the same. Um, opening a fresh jar of homemade strawberry jam in the middle of the cold gray suck of January is a sensory experience that I recommend to everyone, if it's at all possible. I would even go so far as to say store-bought strawberry jam, the all-natural, like treat yourself to the all-natural fruit spread, and just take a moment to pop that cap. And it is literally like smelling summer. Wow. 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 Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of just feeling that all, all through my bones. <laughs> and that always makes me feel sunny. So I'm glad to hear you're feeling yeah. sunny and you're savoring it because it's 
easy to kind of skip. Oh, oh, I feel better. Now I'm ready to do all the things. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's take this in a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. And you know what it, I think it's, it's really kind of twofold because I'm, I'm so glad that I do notice. And then I really think that kind of translates out into any connections I have during the day. And I hope I'm bringing a little sunshine without saying it to other people, because um, I can tell when I'm lower energy or sort of feeling just like more gray. Um, I know that translates too. So, um, but I'm, I'm, I'm accepting of all of it. You're right. It's sort of like this one always happened and that one always happened. So I think I'm just noticing because I have just, it's been a challenging January as we've talked about. And so this is that thing that we know, you know, the sun will come out eventually. (laughs) And, um, and even if it's just inside, like that's, that's really where it matters the most. So I'm going to just make sure though, that I go outside today and walk around a little bit, sit. There's a lot of trees uh, in the place that I live. So just sit outside five, 10 minutes and uh, really be in the sun for, for a short burst. Um, it's so easy to not do that and just kind of like look at it from the inside, but I don't want to do that. That sounds so lovely. And I loved hearing you mention you've been taking care of yourself. You've been getting sleep. You've been tending to you because that, that investment of energy in ourselves always in my experience turns it around. Yeah. Yeah. Always. And when I'm feeling that grayish lower energy. One of the first things I ask myself now, and it only took me, you know, two decades, (laughs) but I ask myself now, am I, do I need some water? Do I need some good food? Do I need to not eat? Do I need to kind of let my body rest? Um, Do I need to get some more sleep? What do I, honey, what do I need? Which is, I always think of you when I say that. Yeah. Well, I'm going to turn it around and ask you, I know you shared just a little bit now, but, uh, but how are you being today? Right in this moment, I am being comfortably sated and, and my cup feels full. I had a beautiful experience this morning. I got to meet somebody in person for the first time after over a year of online exchanges like Zooms and that type of thing, but actually got to meet and hug somebody in person for the first time in a little over a year um, whom I had never, I had never known pre-COVID. So um, that was so delightful. And I got to meet someone whom I've never met before, whose name I've heard, but our paths have never crossed. Um, And that was really delightful. And we did it over breakfast and breakfast. I could eat breakfast any time of day. So, and, and we had breakfast in this adorable place that felt very comfortable and inviting. Um, Just a little cozy place with some bookshelves. I was actually looking at a book. I was the first one there and I was looking at a book called Dollhouse Style and it was how to make all these different. And 
that's not something I, like, I didn't look at it and say, oh, I'd love to try this, but I've always been fascinated by miniatures, by miniature worlds and dollhouses and all the tiny perfect things that go in them. And um, just even leafing through that book for about 15 minutes brought me joy because I could see the care that had gone into not only producing the book, but also producing the different scenes that were in the book. People are amazing to me and recognizing that level of skill and that labor of love and that um, that depth brought out some gratitude in me that I didn't even realize was there. So the whole experience was really beautiful and I feel uh, I feel really nicely recharged after this, after today's experience. So thanks. Thanks for asking. And now being Ooh, here with wonderful. you, sunshiny energy is like the cherry on top. <laughs> Maybe I'm your strawberry jam today. Oh, you are so <laughs> my strawberry jam. <laughs> oh, I'm just glad you had that time. And it is, there is something in meeting someone in person that you've been talking to, or just meeting a new person that you already kind of feel a connection to. Um, and I'm so glad you got to literally savor it over breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. It was really, really delightful. And thanks for asking. I, um, I feel like no matter what happens the rest of the day, I'm going to carry this, carry this feeling with me and savor it and notice it and be aware of it. Um, that's, that feels like part of the work right now is not only giving myself opportunities to have these joyful experiences, but also noticing them and savoring them and recognizing them in my body. How does it feel? You know, all the things we talk about. Um, oh, so much. <laughs> we could talk about that the whole time. We sure could. Um, and there's something that I would, I would like to put a pin in that because I know we'll come back around to it. We've touched it before, but there's something I would love to bring to the table that we started to talk about some last week, um, if you don't mind. And that is the concept we started talking about last week that I had heard from Brene Brown, um, my my aspiration. Um, and it was the concept of living big. She used this acronym big. The B stands for boundaries. The I stands for integrity. And the G stands for generosity. And we had talked about it last week um, just because I had just heard it and had put it together with a topic that you and I talked about the previous week. So if you're curious, if you're listening to this and you're like, hmm, I wonder what they're talking about, go back two episodes to episode 94, maybe 93 or 94, um, where we talk about the cost of dealing with novelty and then the cost of um the cost of not living big like not standing in our integrity not upholding our boundaries um and one of the things one of the questions that's been rolling around in my brain pan especially especially the last few weeks <laughs> and i know why it's been because it's it's a it's a question that I'm asking myself because it's what I need to remember. And the question is, do you think everybody 
<laughs> do you think everybody is really doing their best? You know, that is, that is part of that, the podcast that I listened to that you shared with me where Brene talks about the BIG. Mm -hmm. um, and there was uh, that question is, could be deba debated millions of times. And it would, there would still be so much conversation to have. Uh, and, and I love that she brings that up and I love that we're going to talk about it today because I would say that for <clears throat> the majority of my life until the last, I really start to say that it's, it's been just not quite like 15 years that I really started to pivot in my life and look at things differently. That's when it started. Those were the first inklings. Um, I absolutely would have fought <laughs> on the side of most people are not doing their best. Most people, and I certainly am not doing my best. I'm, I'm, I'm so incapable of reaching that level. I was so hard on myself, but I would have really been on that side. Like, look at all these terrible things happening. And it just would have, I could have made a case for it. And uh, it's, it's so interesting that the shift started to happen in such a small way for me. And so personally, it, the shift wasn't, I'm going to believe others are doing their best. So therefore I'm going to give that to myself. I started to have this just teensy amount of self-compassion. And, and the words that I would say to myself when I would start to beat myself up, you know, with words was you're doing the best you can. Like the, even though it looks like a meltdown, even though um, you don't feel like it, you're doing the best you can. And there was this sense of like, who, wh what am I saying to myself? That's a total lie. But, but the truth is I was absolutely doing my best. And I was especially doing my best in those moments where it felt like, and it looked like, and it was like, everything was just falling apart. And I was, you know, doing my best to just go through that and come to the other side of it. Um, but it, it really helped me to see that in other people. Like it immediately, it immediately changed how I saw others. As soon as I saw it in myself, I started to see it in others and it had always been there. Um, so I'm curious, what, what are your thoughts on this? Similar to you, there have been decades where I have looked around and said, this is your best. You got to be kidding me. This, this is your best. And it could be people that I know. It could be my most beloveds in the world. It could be people in the public eye. No matter who it was, my outward gaze and my question were always really? That's all you got? That's your best. That's what you're, you must be telling yourself a whopper if this is your best, because I know that that's not your best. I know that that's not your best. The very first time I allowed myself to see the judgment for what it was. And the very first time that I recognize 
that it was self-judgment and the belief that I was not doing my best literally brought me to my knees because it was so gutting to hear myself say and believe I, I'm not doing my best because there was a small part of me that knew, like you, that it was all I had. Even if it didn't look like anybody else's best. And we've talked about like, how full is your tank, right? My tank's at 67%. This is what I've got. If your tank is at 81 and you've got 81% and I've got 67 and you want to compare, then yeah, you're doing better. But if I give you all of my 67, that's my best. And recognizing that my best at that time was literally like 27%. It was gutting because for a number of reasons, I recognized the ways I had been so harsh on other people, but never harsher than I was being on myself. I recognized the ways that I was harsher on myself than anyone around me was being harsh toward me, that I was my own cruelest judge and jury and executioner, and that I was literally condemning myself every day. And what also gutted me was recognizing that I had somehow relinquished control or not even control. I had relinquished something, awareness, I guess, awareness. I had relinquished awareness and my tank had run down to 27%. So there were all those levels of this is this couldn't possibly be my best. This is only 27%. It's what I've got. And being totally honest with myself and saying this is what I have and this is my best was, like I said, gutting and also opened the door for me to think about whether I wanted to continue to be at 27% and what is the cost of that, right? So talking about boundaries, integrity, generosity, recognizing this seeing it that way, that yes, this is my best and 27% is all I've got, was the biggest act of generosity that I had ever offered myself, ever. And we all start somewhere. (laughs) We all start this journey somewhere. 
wherever it is. And it's different for each of us. But that was where it started for me. I'm just really taking that in because I relate to it so much. And, and also, you know, the, 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 the way before was I'll use your numbers, like 20%, 27% isn't even trying like that. That's the kind of things I would have said to myself, right? You're just you know, dialing it in. I would, you know, had I even focused on that kind of numerical number of like, maybe your capacity is this low, right. but my expectations were no matter what a hundred percent. And because I, I felt so unworthy and not enough and all of unlovable, you know, unlovable was the word I used the most in my head, uh, which is just uh, like, there's no coming back from that in some ways. If like there's, well, you're 1% lovable. No, you know, like just you're lovable or unlovable. Like I really had just, it was very cut and dry. Uh, but it, it, you know, just being able to acknowledge that I'm depleted or, you know, that you're depleted, it's then the expectation, expectation changes and seeing other people, like if anybody else was sick and having a hard day, I would just say, oh my gosh, you know, you shouldn't, you don't have to push through, like take care of yourself. But for myself, it would be, you're not that sick. Uh, you still can do this and you still have to do it at that high level. And so of course I literally couldn't. And so it was this, I, I, I felt there was just a period of my life, a, a good 10 or longer period of my life, maybe maybe always, but there was an intense period where I was literally looking for evidence of my unworthiness and my unlovableness and to prove it. And like, oh, dope, here's another thing you did that doesn't measure up. And it was just this endless cycle. And I really thought that's the way it is. Like I had no even idea that it could be different, um, but something had to come along to disrupt that. And uh, and and I think that I somehow just recognized that my thinking was possibly wrong. <laughs> and it, you know, I think other people would describe me as very, like, even though I said earlier, which is true, like I was totally judging other people, it was because I was constantly judging myself. But but to other people, they would the word that they used the most was you're so patient, Pam. Like I had, I had the that was that was one of the main things that people said because someone could do a whole bunch of things and I would give them enormous grace. Um, and, and in some ways, like, I just didn't know how to, you know, even see it any other way for other people. Like that was just natural, but looking at myself, it was just the actual absolute on opposite of that. And I think at this point, What's kind of, as you were talking, I was starting to think like, you know, it's just an assumption with everybody now that they're doing their best. And I don't even go to that place of, are they really sick or do they, I, I, I don't even go there anymore. So I didn't realize that until you were sharing, like, I think, and I, and, 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 and also, and that's the same thing I do with myself now, which is you are tired. You don't like, don't even have to like try to rationalize it. You are tired. This week I had this weird, like, I'm going to call it injury. <laughs> and all I did was move the wrong way with my body in a weird position. And I, I kind of like pulled a muscle and 
it feels like my rib is cracked. It's it's actually really painful. And those first few days, especially a couple of days ago, I didn't sleep good. I was tired. I had nothing left. And I just, I just realized like that this pain is a slow, dull pain and it's zapping your energy. And so why am I pushing? You know, like why? And it was not that I was excessively pushing, but really like what I really needed to do was just say, I'm done for the day. Tell my people I work with, which they were lovely. And, you know, say, I, I'm going to go take a nap because I really am in pain and I need to uh, take care of myself. Uh, and it took a little bit to get to that point because it wasn't, you know, it, I still have that minimizing thing, but I recognize it pretty quickly. Like this will get better, but if you keep pushing, it will not get better. <laughs> and, and it, it was just that moment of, oh, well, this is, this is you, you've done everything you can for the day. Now it's time to stop. That's your best. You know, there's no, there's no question and no one else is questioning it and you don't need to either. And so it doesn't mean that it all just kind of goes away and that you handle things perfectly. None of that, but there was just this sense of, I'm just really worn out by this. And the best thing for me to do would be to just lay down and shut down the computer. And, you know, I didn't have any more calls, so that had worked out well, but I, you know, I think this, it's this sense of trust that, that it's just happening where I really trust that you're doing your best. I don't even have to evaluate it. And can I bring that even more into my own sense of being? And it sounds like I kind of did it this week. So I hadn't quite connected that, but it really is um, this action, this generosity that she talks about is an action that I think I had to practice for a really long time and consciously practice and remind myself because it felt so weird until it didn't. Like there was just a point where I started noticing I was treating myself better automatically most of the time. And that was like such a revelation, like, oh, this has become the new way of being in the same way that the old way of being was started, was going away. Now there was a new way of being. Um, and I love that. I, I'm just so happy that I don't even care that I don't do it perfectly because I don't have that standard for myself anymore. Oh yeah, it's a lot. I know, but it's, it's really a beautiful topic. And I love how those three words go together. Um, they, they really need to all be there. Uh, and that's when life is kind of the most, I would say in balance. Um, and I'm kind of constantly in a good way, in a human way, moving in and out of that. But I kind I not even kind, I want to say kind, I know where my center is now. So that's my aim. I aim for that center spot. Yeah. And uh, so thank you. This was this was a beautiful discussion today. Do you have any last words as we start to wrap up? I think expectation is the the gremlin in all of us. Um hearing you say my expectations are at 100% for 
for me, 100% was the minimum. And it was more like 120, 135, 150. And anything less was abject failure. And learning nuance, seeing myself as a layered energetic entity rather than this black and white perception of myself um, was enormous, enormous. And that nuance goes through every body system, every interaction, every part of our creative cycle, every part of our body cycle, every part of our human cycle, right? And this isn't, I mean, this topic isn't unique to Brene Brown. Byron Katie talks about it too. She talks about everybody doing the best they can. Each of us is looking for what we believe love looks like. So even people who are who we would look at and say, how can that possibly be that person's best? They are doing their best. And in this month, in this Aquarius season, because we're recording this the end of January, I keep coming back to loving kindness, the loving kindness meditation, the meta meditation. And you can find this anywhere. I'll put a link in the show notes, Um, but it's simple we offer it to ourselves first and then to our beloveds, our acquaintances, the people that rub us the wrong way, and then all of humanity. May I be happy. May I be healthy. May I be free. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be free. And when I start to feel myself getting judgy or raising my own stakes, as it were, upping my expectations of myself and then starting to judge myself or starting to judge people around me, I choose and I have to consciously choose it, Pam, because some days it is hard to access. And I consciously choose to say, right now, I am doing my best. Right now, you are doing your best and then offer loving kindness. Yeah, yeah. Simple, not easy. Thank you. Thank you, Virginia. Thank you for um, our time together. And um, can't wait to see you next time. Already looking forward to it as always. Bye. Bye, Pam. Thank you so much for listening today. To share your comments, your questions, your ideas, and to reach Pam directly, please email coachpamdavis at gmail.com. If you'd like to find out more about Virginia's work, please visit her website, www.vlbassi.com. We look forward to joining you again next week. And remember, change is an inside job.